So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I uh, hope you're having an amazing day. Today, we are going to be talking about how to report to your significant other about your issues. So we've done tons of content about this subject matter over the years. We've talked a little bit about, you know, if you're dating, how to bring up this conversation. If you're engaged and you haven't had the talk yet, you know, how to kind of broach the subject. We've talked about if you're married, how to have this conversation. So today's podcast is not about those because we've already talked about them. What we're going to talk about is more like the in-between. So we, we kind of understand that there's this initial disclosure conversation. We've done a lot of extensive work talking about that. We also understand that, you know, if things go according to plan, eventually you guys reach this place of freedom and the conversation starts to shift from, you know, were you struggling to when I struggled and, you know, then you and your wife can spend time talking about more interesting and important things or your girlfriend or fiance or whatever it might be. But what happens in the middle, you know, how much should you be reporting to her if she doesn't ask for it? Then do you tell her anything? If she does ask for it, then what do you tell her? We're going to try to cover as much of that as possible today. Now, before we jump in, uh, let me quickly mention that we are super active on Instagram these days. Our um, our page is actually in October. We had, I think, about 5,000 people. And uh, at the time of this recording, we are just under 60,000. So our page has grown quite a bit the last few months. And if you want to be part of what we're doing over there, uh, one of the main reasons uh, that the page is growing is actually because we are having conversations with our audience, which a lot of pages just don't do. And so if you have questions, if you want to talk more, if you want to find out more about what we do or anything else that I didn't mention in that list there, you can do that with us on Instagram. We don't reply to all the emails that come through. We are not able to do that. Instagram is really the only place that we're dedicating resources to responding to messages and, you know, we're putting out daily content there as well and trying to give little tips and nuggets and, and pieces of information to help you along the way. So if any of that is valuable for you and that's something that you'd be interested in, then you can follow me. Uh, Sathya, me, Sam is the handle. Link is in the show notes. I would love to see you over there. So let's talk about uh, two different scenarios, okay? The first scenario is where your partner, your significant other, so girlfriend, fiance, or wife, is not asking for an update. So they are already aware of the situation and there's no continuation of the conversation. It was one and done or maybe you had a few conversations early on, but there's been no regularity since. That's scenario one. The second scenario we're gonna talk about is the opposite where she's asking for a report, okay? So you have to decide what kind of man you wanna be in this process. Do you wanna be the kind of man who only does the bare minimum do you want to be the kind of man who simply asks, what can I get away with in my uh, attempt to achieve a goal? You have to ask yourself, do I want to be the kind of person who is comfortable 
keeping something hidden from my wife on a technicality, which is that she didn't ask about it, even though I know in theory she probably would like to know more about this area of my life. We have a name for people like that. They're called cowards. And I know my listener base. I know you guys are smart. I know that you're sophisticated. You're mature men of God. And I know that none of you are cowards. And I know that if any of you have caught yourself in cowardly behavior, it was not your actual nature or intent. Perhaps you didn't realize what you were doing. Or perhaps there were areas in your heart that were being exposed that require a little bit more development and attention. We don't want to be cowardly in our approach. As men, we want to take some initiative. We want to have the best interest of our wife or our girlfriend, fiance, our significant other in mind at all times. That is the call of being a man in the relationship. You are to prioritize her. You are to have her best interest in mind. This is no longer about you. This is no longer about you protecting yourself. This is no longer about you trying to get away with whatever you can get away with. This is no longer about those things. You have to abandon that kind of thinking as quickly as possible and step into that man leader role in the relationship where you are taking charge, taking initiative, including having more difficult conversations. Now, maybe you're saying, Cynthia, I'm not, I'm not, I promise you, I'm not being a coward in this. I just legitimately don't know. No problem. Let's talk about that. So if you've had the initial conversations and it was not established that you were going to have some sort of, you know, regular cadence to the conversation or whatever, well, you need to basically reopen the conversation with your significant other. Hey, I know we've talked about this before. I gave you a little bit of an update. I'm realizing that for our relationship to be healthy, okay, you want to state your intent. For our relationship to be healthy, I think we probably need to have ongoing conversations. Now, some of your significant others are going to love that idea and say, yeah, it would be really good to know uh, a little bit more about what's going on. Some of your significant others are going to be so scarred, they're going to say, bro, I'm sure they don't call you bro, but they're going to say, don't tell me anything. I don't want to know a thing. Go have your conversation somewhere else. Keep me out of it. And what you want to do, okay, regardless of how they respond, you want to you want to let them know this is not about me airing my dirty laundry. This is not necessarily about going into extreme detail. This is about you having some awareness of a part of my life that is actually pretty significant. And I promise we can go in as little or as much detail as we deem appropriate. We'll work on that together and figure out where that line is. But I want I, I want you, I don't want you to be totally in the dark because if you're totally in the dark, then, then there's going to be a part of me that is totally hidden from you. And I don't think that's going to be useful for us building an intimate relationship. And, and on the flip side, you know, I, I, I don't want you to be in every single detail. I don't want you to feel the pressure to be my accountability partner. That's not your burden to bear. But I, I want to make sure that you're at least still in the know at a level that's going to be helpful for both of us. So we have to state the intent and then we have to make that clear. And then we need to establish a cadence for when you're going to meet or when you're going to have those conversations. It should not be anything less frequent than bi-weekly. Okay, ideally it's happening a one once a week. I would say that's the perfect amount. If it's gonna happen more frequent, it can't it can't happen more frequently for very long. Like if the news just surfaced and maybe that she's feeling super insecure in the relationship, sure. 
but that's got to get to like probably more of a weekly rhythm pretty quickly. That's going to be really healthy. And bi-weekly is okay if um, maybe she she doesn't want to hear anything at all. So you're having to kind of just push her even to have something regular. Maybe you start bi-weekly, but again, the goal should be to get to weekly. Um, or if you're further along in the recovery journey and you're you're not relapsing very often, like you're relapsing less than uh, once every two months, then yeah, you could probably have a, a, a bi-weekly conversation until you reach that place of full freedom. And what's going to happen is the conversation is going to shift from talking about, you know, did you slip or not or what's been going on to more of, you know, your development, things you're processing. And that's where those conversations become so valuable and so preventative. Okay, that's the first thing. Now, when you have the conversations, the, the obviously the million dollar question is, what's the appropriate level of detail? So here's the thing, guys and girls process information very differently. And the amount of men who say, you know, my wife knows and you know, I'm trying to tell, I'm trying to I'm trying to convince her that like, you know, it's nothing personal. It's not like there's something wrong with her or she's not doing enough for me, but she all she thinks is that, you know, like if only I did more then maybe I wouldn't have watched porn. And I I'm trying to tell her it's not her fault, but she's not seen it my way and I don't know what's wrong with her. Bro, nothing's wrong with her. This is how women process. So that is that's part that's par for the course. Like this is this is part of the equation here. And so you have to just keep that in mind that men and women process differently. And you probably need a little bit of guidance on what the right level of detail is, but um, make sure that your wife is not your accountability partner, right? She's not supposed to be that person that gets all the details. There should be somewhere else that you are processing, working through stuff. And when you come to your wife, you're literally giving her a snapshot. Hey, here's some of the stuff that's been going on. Here's some of the stuff that I'm working through. There was a slip. Here's why I think this happened. And here's what I'm doing differently. Like, like you, you want to give a full report not just like a, hey, I messed up again this week. I'm really sorry, babe. I'm going to be better. I promise. Like, like there's got to be some substance here. There's got to be a, a bit of girth that gives her um, a, a, at least a, an understanding for starters, but hopefully some some degree of confidence, especially if you have slipped, that that you're at least doing your part in it. And you have to accept, this is the hardest part, you have to accept that she's going to process it however she needs to process it. That should be the extent of what you share, though. She doesn't need to know what you watched or the the, the details around it. Um, she doesn't really need to know any of that, when it happened, how it happened. Those things, uh, unless they're relevant to, I guess, some of your discovery process, they don't really need to be divulged. Now, she might ask for them. And if she does, you need to just ask her, "What? can you help me understand why that's important to you? And I would say generally, if she's asking for it, Again, you probably want to give those details because if you're hiding it, it's just not going to foster trust in the relationship. But again, you want to just make sure that she's thinking through, like, are, are you sure these are the, like, you're sure you want to know these details? Um, or can you help me understand why? That just gets some clarity. And then, um, and then again, I, I would not be holding anything back. You're not going to build trust if you have things that are hidden, right? So uh, important to remember. Now, the last thing here is we want to have some sort of rule in place for when a slip takes place that goes beyond our regular rhythm. So if let's say we're meeting once a week, okay, you got it to that ideal place, you and your significant other, you have a chat once a week about how things are going in this area. Um, we need a separate rule, which is that if a, if a slip happens, let's say a slip happens that night, well, 
we're not waiting a week to report that back about what happened. We're probably going to set a rule so that within 24 hours, 48 hours max, a conversation is happening. And you might be hearing that saying, Sathya, what the heck are you talking about? I, that's too quick. I, I don't, doesn't give me enough time to process. Da, 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 da. Doesn't matter. Remember, your priority is the relationship. Is helping your wife feel like she can trust you again. And the way that you're going to do that and establish it is by keeping close accounts when you fall short. So yes, you will have a conversation within the first 24 to 48 hours. You're going to let her know that a slip took place. Maybe what you'll need to tell her is, hey, I need a bit more time to process it, to talk it through more. Can When we meet for our weekly meeting, uh, I'll make sure that I'm, I'm ready to chat it through. But again, we have to keep close accounts because... The, the, the trust gets broken quickly, right? And and if you if if they keep finding out later and later, hey, I had a slip, hey, I had a slip, they're never going to fully trust you again. So those close those close accounts are the way that we build trust quickly. And remember, you can only build trust by telling the truth. So that's the whole point here. And we don't want it to go, we don't want it to drag on because if it drags on, it actually becomes very triggering for the significant other. So that hopefully gives you guys a little bit of an idea of how things look in between. Um, eventually, you know, as you start to progress, assuming that you're, you know, getting to the roots of the issue and you have some good coaching and a community that's supporting you along the way, uh, once you start to make progress, well, that's when you begin to maybe, you know, you can change the frequency, you can change the cadence, uh, that the, the nature of what even goes on in the conversations will start to take a different form. But you have to do the hard work to get there first, and you want to make absolute sure that you are in fact there before you make any adjustments. So hopefully this is helpful for you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Again, we're on Instagram if you want to hang, hang out with us over there, uh, posting content every day, having conversations with you. Uh, I'd love to be a part of that, or I'd love you to be a part of that to be more specific, and I hope to see you over there. Link is in the show notes for our account. In the meantime, guys, have an amazing day. God bless. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast, and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.